Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Good morning and welcome into Bet the Edge on this Tuesday, June 22nd. Sarah Perlman and Drew Dinsick with you. And thank you to everyone joining and watching us live right here on our brand new NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. We appreciate you joining us live here. Big show. We got Corey Parson. He's going to talk about where he's leaning tonight in the Clippers and Suns game two. Plus, Ben Simmons traded, maybe. We'll find out who he likes to potentially land at the 76er. And Brad Thomas is back with a major matchup between France and Portugal today and a look on Saturday's knockout round matchup with Italy and Austria. And you already know the deal. Edge of the day. All that and more coming up right here on Bet the Edge, powered by PointsBet. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Andrew, I begin this lovely Tuesday just seeing how you're doing and how California's treating you nowadays. Oh, everything's going well. Happy to have the NBA playoffs back tonight. Um, of course, our LA Clippers uh, going head to head with the Phoenix Suns is going to be a great matchup. Uh, keeping an eye on that market, but we'll save that for edge of the day. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Crazy storm here. People know that, um, you know, I live in Maryland, as does our producer, Adam. And I was a little nervous. Power went out last night. I'm like, NBA is back. We got to find a way to get the Wi-Fi up. But we're good. We're working. We've got a big show today. And we always start with line movement. Now, before we get to line movement, we have to talk about just trusting your numbers and information, all the research we do for the show. We do try to inform you here on Bet the Edge, even when it might not be the popular and more public kind of play and overs. Just for a quick example, yesterday, Kenny Ducey was on and his numbers pointed <laughs> to taking the Diamondbacks. And we looked at him like, I don't know if I want to take the Diamondbacks on the money line. They had lost 17 straight. 
They won for the first time in 17 games. And then Von Dalzell came on, and he's been lights out on his MLB props, in particular his K props, two for two with his strikeout props. And he's been playing a lot of unders, as we know, and missed the Major League Baseball crackdown on foreign substances. And I'll touch on that a little bit when I get to my edge of the day, which, of course, is in baseball. But I know the first thing we always look at is line movement, and I have a feeling you're not going to baseball for line movement. So as you look across whether games today <laughs> or the futures market, what do you like? What will you kind of be following? As yeah, we- great question. Uh, so I'm hot on the tennis market right now. We are a week away from Wimbledon. Uh, Wimbledon is my favorite tennis tournament of the year just from an entertainment standpoint. It's so fun watching these players on grass. They do such a great job of the pomp and circumstance of of the um, the all, all the England uh, tennis and cricket club uh, out at Wimbledon. Anyway, it's a it is a great tournament. It starts on Monday next week and uh, we don't have a draw yet, which means you can kind of pick through the market right now find a little bit of value before we start to see where these players land in the draw. Um, and there's a couple of women who have performed extremely well on the tennis circuit. Uh, I've made one bet for today at Eastbourne. Eastbourne is a grass tournament that takes place at the seaside in the UK. Everyone who is in London, when they go holiday at the beach, they head out to Eastbourne. Um, and uh, the, so the tennis tournament is funny because you'll watch it or listen to it on the radio and all you can hear is the seagulls. And uh, it's it's a hysterically weird scene uh, for a tennis tournament. But there you go. Uh, Belinda Bencic of Switzerland has played extremely well so far this season on grass. She is taking on Petra Martic in the in the uh, evening match at Eastbourne. And uh, I have um, a decent line value here on uh, Belinda Bencic to win outright. In fact, so much so that her value to win 2-0 uh, is relatively favorable for me. I'm looking at a plus 118 for her to win in straight sets, uh, and I put that on my card. So that's a fun one for you if you're watching a little tennis in the midday here, uh, and that goes off at about uh, 2.30 uh, Eastern time, I believe. Um, but mostly I'm, I'm picking through some futures markets and I'm pretty heavily invested at this point in Djokovic to win on the men's side. I don't see much point in looking past the favorite there, but the women's side I think is going to be equally as chaotic and as unexpected as what we saw uh, at the French open. And uh, I took a flyer on a, a, a young Tunisian woman who is emerging owns Jabor. Uh, she is the sixth best player on grass by my rankings. Uh, and yet she is 40 to one, 50 to one, depending on where you shop currently right now, points bet she's 40 to one. I make that uh, really relatively meaningful value. I think she's going to have a great tournament at Wimbledon. She plays today as well at Eastbourne. Uh, so give her a look and uh, you'll be impressed by her form. Uh, owns Jabor for the women's, for the ladies Wimbledon. So two points here, whatever you say for tennis, I'm taking after your success with the French <laughs> Open. So don't worry. You could tell me a fake name and I'd be searching to back them <laughs> at the Wimbledon. But 40 to 1, I love the odds. And for some play today at Eastbourne, um, some deep diving there, Drew. I love it. I'll look into that and the lines available later, um, which will be this afternoon, as you pointed out. Very quickly, the line that kind of caught my eye this morning and I thought offered a little value and plus money. It was plus 140. Now it's plus 125 on points bet. Paul George over three and a half made threes. And I know what you're thinking. That's insane. Well, he's averaging 32.2 points per game. He's making 45% of his three-pointers over his last five, but what stands out is the amount he's taking. He's attempting 9.83s per game, averaging 4.4. Obviously, he had seven in the first game. I do not expect him to do that yet again. 
But at three and a half for some plus money, if they are down, they are not going to be able to afford to go 0-2, and, and maybe they do. He's going to chuck up some threes. So for me, just because of the plus money attached to this number, and he's attempted at least eight threes in five of the last seven playoff games, shooting at such high volume, I like the chances. I love plus money. This is kind of a line that I'll be following. And as I'm just going along, I love when our producers do tell me the fact that the line is now down for plus 115 for Paul George over three and a half made threes. So if you're watching now, obviously some money is coming in on that and maybe it's because people like the Clippers and the points or because they think they'll be down and Paul George has to carry the team or Drew's just betting it and moving the line. <laughs> you tell me. No, I agree. No. I mean, I, I like the, I like the Clippers with the points, uh, but that's not going to be my edge of the day. Um, I did play, we talked about it yesterday. I think I uh, played Clippers plus six before we got the news that Chris Paul was going to be out. It's now down to four and a half at some of the market making shops. That's a fair price for me, but uh, I like your look. So we're live on our YouTube channel and we have comments come in and I know there are comments coming in on this and somebody is asking, Drew, what you think about paying minus 200 for the Bucks and Suns exact finals matchup. Drew? I don't. I wouldn't lay 200 for that at all. I, I think um, Suns are going to get there. In fact, I think the Suns get through 4-1. Uh, right now I'm playing Clippers to cover but lose a close one in game two. I think the Clippers win in game three. Uh, and then I think the Suns cl close it out in four and five. So I'm playing, I'm playing game by game in the Western Conference. In the Eastern Conference, I think it's, there's value playing the Hawks, to be honest with you. I do not see as much separation between these teams as the market. Uh, and so built into that minus 200 is a pretty aggressive price that the Bucks get there. Uh, and I think it's going to be tough. I, I have yet to, you know, these guys really have not proven anything to me still. Uh, and uh, the Hawks, uh, they're squirrely. Well, Callum, thank you for the comment. We do try to get to those if you're watching live and answer questions like that. But let's bring in Corey and expand on this a little bit. Of course, Corey Parson to talk about the NBA playoffs. And let's continue this discussion on the Clippers and the Suns. Drew mentioned how he does like the Clippers and the points. And this did open with the Suns favored by six for game two. Now it's bet down to five. So as it stands, Suns laying five, 224. Corey, what stands out in this matchup? Well, uh, the fact that the Clippers are still playing um, I'm very happy with with that, but um, it's, I think it's going to be a tough one. I do like them to win the series, but um, you know, Drew hit on some very good points. Um, especially how good the Phoenix Suns are playing right now. I think the Suns take tonight's game. I think the Suns go up 0-2. I like the Suns to lay the number successfully, so I'm going to bet them uh, minus the five. I think the Clippers are going to be a trendy underdog tonight. Um, especially with that number the way it opened up at six and then it came down. So I think we're going to see some more Clipper money come in. So. Interesting to see where the number finishes at right now, sitting at five more points bet. But I just think the Suns team at home right now, then they're in a pretty good groove. I think that um, you know, the Clippers are used to being down 0-2 in series, and they know they can come back in this series. So I think the Clippers do eventually win the series, but I think the Suns will take tonight's game, and then um, I think we'll see Chris Paul hopefully by sometime as we head towards the weekend. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I guess the 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 reintegration of Chris Paul and what that does to the number, I'm fascinated to see. Uh, I'm hopeful that you have a Clippers as a small dog in game three at home with Chris Paul back in the lineup. I would love, love, love to get involved with the Clippers in game three. But uh, I guess ultimately felt like the Clippers left a lot out there on the floor in game five and game six beating the Jazz. And uh, yeah, it's I, I don't uh, fault you for looking for uh, another Another comfortable win by the Suns. Looking at the Hawks and the Bucks series, we have surprisingly seeing pretty lopsided action here. People are all about the Bucks 
Uh, as noted by the price in the series, this is a done deal. Apparently, there are Eastern Conference champions. Um, are you, I guess, are you in agreement with the market here that this is just uh, a slam dunk here for the Bucks to move on? Or do you think the Hawks uh, make for a tougher out than the, uh, than the general betting public believes? Since March 2nd, when um, Nate McMillan took over as the head coach of the Atlanta Hawks, they have been the second best team in the NBA record-wise. I believe the number against the spread is something like 31 and 18. Our Milwaukee Bucks in that same time frame have been 21 and 27 against the spread. I live in a, in a against the spread world, and I think that the wrong team is the favorite in this series, to be honest with you. Wow. Drew Holiday has done an excellent job stepping up, and Giannis has played very well down the stretch and obviously getting past the Brooklyn Nets. But when you look at this Atlanta Hawk team, this is a well-put-together team. This is the guys that put together the Golden State Warriors uh, title uh, title teams. So you, you come in here with Trey Young and Kevin Herter, and then, you know, you're doing this without your second-best player, in my opinion, and DeAndre Hunter. John Collins can play. You look at Bogdanovich, the job that he's doing, Clint Capella. I mean, you just look at these signings. Even with trading, they traded Rajon Rondo, playoff Rajon Rondo, and they brought back Lou Will, and he's giving them buckets off the bench. So it's kind of like this team is healthy. They're set up real good, and maybe their most impressive move was putting Nate McMillan on that bench in case Lloyd Lord Pierce could not get this team to where it needed to be. I believe him and Trey Young was butting heads at some point. So I think the wrong team is favored in this series, and I'm getting them at that number was plus 400 yesterday. It's come down to plus 375. I like the Atlanta Hawks to, uh, you know, to, to cover the spread. I like them to eventually win the series. Atlanta's been excellent on the road, so – they could very well get the uh, initial, initial victory uh, come tomorrow night. I'm big on the Hawks in this series. Our good friend at points that did let us know that where the action's coming in, 58% of the bet count and 61% of the spread handle is on the Atlanta Hawks to cover that seven. That makes them a trendy underdog, which I hate. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to make sure you don't feel confident about your plays now that they're locked in. Of course, um, thank you, Sarah. <laughs> I like the Hawks to cover the number as well. As far as the the draft lottery for tonight, which does begin at eight thirty, you can find odds to win the draft lottery. The favorite, of course, the Rockets plus five fifty, Magic plus five fifty, co favorite, and the Pistons from there. Thunder, Cavs, Timberwolves, and Raptors. And the Pistons are attracting the most action over at points that being bet on for the draft lottery. How are you approaching betting the draft? Well, this is this is um, it's novelty bets right here. Yes. Um, you don't have a, a player like a Zion or something to really hype this up. And, and, you know, but if you want to have a little fun with it, you know, maybe some, some lunch money, you know, a, a decent lunch, you know what I'm saying? And throw a couple of dollars on this, maybe a tank of gas, whatever and sprinkle it out amongst a couple of teams just to have some fun while they're, while they're, while they're announcing the, um, the the teams. But you want to have something on the Rockets, the Magic, and the Pistons to get that first pick. And like you said, and also to, you know, finish in the top three or four. I think that's a smart way to go about it. Um, you just try to hit something um, unless you really want to go all out. Now, I think it is interesting. We do have a pair of teams that could really see their fortunes change as far as where they go going on to next season and stuff like that. If a team like the Golden State Warriors or the Toronto Raptors would have landed in that top three, they have a big asset, to, a big trade piece where you can really get that organization back, you know, to the top, you know, to the top of, of their prospective conferences. When you look at a team like the Toronto Raptors, you know, they have a piece in Kyle Lowry and they have a big draft pick. And then you have the Golden State Warriors, obviously, 
but you know the pieces that they have you know what i'm saying and wiggins that's somebody that you can move or even wiseman whoever the case may be along with a draft pick so they can really put themselves in back in good position so we're trying to see what one of those teams are able to come up but really it's the houston rockets the orlando magic and the detroit pistons are the teams with the best statistical shot but outside with those long shots i look at the warriors and the raptors mm, interesting uh so yesterday there was not really anything to talk about because there was no basketball on. Who wore the hat then was Ben Simmons. Everybody weighed, weighed their opinion in on Ben Simmons after a very disappointing series against the Hawks for him in the semifinals. Uh, what is your opinion on number one? Do you think the Sixers should move on? And if so, what is a fair landing spot for Ben? I believe uh, back it was back in January, but one of the very first videos that me and Sarah did, I said that my, my, my finals prediction was the Clippers versus the 76ers. So that's not going to happen now. That's not going to happen because of Ben Simmons. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's how I feel about Ben Simmons this morning. Now, with that being said, it is kind of sad because you see that there's there, there, this, is a, this is a mental thing right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is afraid to shoot the basketball. Now, I don't know if that is because of the fact that, you know, he's playing in Philadelphia or because he's scared to shoot the basketball. But whatever the case may be, he cannot no longer play for the Philadelphia 76ers you know, his being a part of clutch sports, obviously he's going to have ties to the Los Angeles Lakers. But if the Lakers plan on playing in big, meaningful playoff games, do you want a guy that's scared to shoot or that's scared to go to the free throw line? I think the Oklahoma City Thunder, they're not going to be playing in meaningful games anytime soon. They have a ton of assets. So maybe that's a place where he can go and kind of, you know, get his mental back in order without having to play in big games. People do feel passionately about Ben Simmons. Let's bring in... A little funny comment coming in. Jim Nation has joined us watching us live. Simmons to Lakers rumors. L.A. Lakers name may get changed to L.A. Clutch Sports. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's all. That's the, that's the crew right there. That's Maverick and the boys. So it'd be interesting. You already got Anthony Davis out there. You already got LeBron out there. Why not get another one of their guys out there and, uh, and Ben Simmons? But you think LeBron does not want that disaster and when he's trying to win a championship before he retires. Really quickly before we let you go, I see you wearing the Yankees hat. And right now, Corey, 11 to 1 to win the World Series. Longest odds this season. This is a team that opened at plus 550. Obviously did not start off strong. They're four and a half games back of the Red Sox for first place in the AL East. It's your team. What do you think? We're taking a flyer 11 to 1? No. Uh, points bet has a market on this because points bet, you know, has customers in, in New Jersey and they could hop on this foolishly. Listen, I hate to be one of those spoiled entitled Yankee fans. This team hasn't won since 2009. You would look at this core with judge and, and Stan and you to think that, you know, this team looked like they were going to be rebuilding a couple years ago. And then they were in the AFC and they were in the AL championship. This is not a world series team right now. You know, five games above 500 there's still plenty of baseball left to go. And obviously, you know, Cashman and the crew, they have the, the assets to make the move. But is the move really out there? And why hasn't the move worked successfully yet? Um, I, this, like I said, I don't want to sound like they're spoiled and title Yankee fan, but I just don't <laughs> right now because even at 11 to 1, I'm just like, oh, I'm shaking my head. I'm just like kind of disgusted with my Yankees right now. You know, listen, it's one thing to beat up on the Baltimore Orioles every time you play them. But, you know, the fact of the matter is um, we kind of do a better job when it comes to teams like the Rays and the Astros and this year the Chicago White Sox. Sorry about that little uh, uh, throwing Orioles in there, Sarah. So what's, so what's, yeah, so what's your price then? Like 15 to 1? What, do you, what would you I need to get involved? When you buy in. I, listen, I'm, you see, I, I'm, I'm a funny cat like this. I don't bet on my teams. Okay. Like, I'm, I don't bet on the Dallas Cowboys. I don't bet on, you know, the, the New York Yankees. 
I will not bet on my, my, my Knicks. The only one of my teams that I bet on is my Memphis Grizzlies because they've been profitable. You know, with the, with the Dallas Cowboys, you bet on them and you will be in the poorhouse. <laughs> I'm also I'm also not backing 11 to 1 for the New York Yankees to win the World Series. Corey, awesome stuff. Have a great rest of your day. All right. Thanks a lot, everybody. You can follow Corey on Twitter. Find him there at the Fantasy Exec. And of course, check out all of his content, awesome stuff on NBCSportsEdge.com. Drew and I really appreciate everybody listening to this podcast, Bet the Edge. Please do not forget to rate it. If you're new, sign up. We have it Monday through Friday, all in about 25 minutes. Tons of information covering about every sport and, of course, actionable wagering items to end the show. Of course, get in touch with us on Twitter if you have any questions, not just about the show, but about something you want to hear. If you want us to break down Australia over under gold medals for the Olympics this year, uh, drop us a note. Uh, we will handicap anything that has a price and uh, look forward to hearing from you. And Drew's already done that, so, so don't worry. I'll give you the number eventually, whether you want I, it or I not. Do like, I do like the over a lot in the Australian gold medal market. Yeah. Who has time to already start looking at that? Drew does. I'm convinced my co-host does not sleep for anybody wondering. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. We talked about tennis. We're talking about Australia and gold medals. We talked about some baseball and, of course, the NBA. So we must touch on Euro 2020. And for that, we bring in Brad Thomas, who has been awesome to join us uh, quite a bit here as we break down Euro. And the first game we must talk about is going to be Croatia and Scotland looking for their first win in group stage. Either team just needs a win and a loss in the England-Czech Republic game to advance to the knockout stage. Where are you going in this one? So initially, I was so excited about backing Croatia. And then the more I dug in, I realized it's fool's gold. If you look at Croatia throughout this tournament, they haven't even earned a goal. Even if you think about that wonderful shot by Piercek in uh, the Czech Republic match, wherever you look, their expected goal differential is, is under one. So I had to kind of pivot a little bit. I think that initially I was foolish in, in thinking the Billy uh, Gilmore news um, with him getting COVID was a lot bigger impact than it would be. I'm pivoting away from a side and a total here because I can make an argument that it goes under two and a half or it goes over two and a half. But one argument that I really like are corners. So if you look at the matchup when they played the Czech Republic, they were really, really pressed with that counterattacking offense. Well, Scotland 
They have a similar style offense, except they apply more pressure. Scotland's not afraid to take shots outside of the box, and they're not afraid to get crosses in. I think in both matches, they had over 16 crosses come in. They want to get balls in and get balls on the net. So what happens there, we get a lot of deflections, a lot of balls going out of bounds with them playing the boundaries. I think the total set somewhere around nine. I think that's very generous, especially at a minus 110 price tag. The worry here for me would be Croatia. They're not a very, very high volume corner team, but I really do like it here, especially with a team that knows they need a result. Both teams do. So they're going to be playing all out, not as conservative. The tired old legs for Croatia will show up and, I expect Scotland to press the entire time. Mm. Are we cheering for an early goal or do you want this to be competitive 0-0 into the second half to get this over? Well, I actually think either way it's going to be competitive. Okay. I think that if we get a Croatia goal early, it kind of hurts. A Scotland early goal doesn't matter. Scotland's going to press, press, press. Now Croatia knows they're old and susceptible to counters, so an early goal for them might shut this down a little bit. I love it. Well, Scotland's at home, so hopefully the home crowd lifts them up and provides that extra spark they need to get that early goal and to get your corners over. I agree with you. I think the value on this match is with Scotland. Uh, But this is by far and away the toughest day of soccer handicapping of the week. Uh, I'm much more interested in what's going on tomorrow. And uh, since we only have you today, let's pick your brain a little bit on the match of the knockout rounds between France and Portugal. These are two of your co-favorites coming into this tournament. They are still both in the balance here to qualify. I think France qualifies no matter what. Even if they lose 10-0 here, they still have enough to be a third-place team qualifying for the knockout round. So maybe there's a little less urgency there. But Portland is still in the – I mean, see, Portugal is still in the balance here. Portugal yeah. loses. They may be going home, which is wild to say. Um, how do you look at this market, and do you think the uh, that there's an edge to be bet in either the goals or the side? Yeah, so I looked at this quite a bit, and – I really want to take France, you know, straight up here. And I think a lot of people are going to get fooled into taking the under. Um, you know, France haven't scored more than one goal each match. And last time these two teams played, it finished, uh, what was that, 1-0. But when we look at the matchup against, like, Hungary, it's going to be played a lot different. You know, Hungary was really trying to minimize the exposure, minimize their risk, where Portugal, we've seen they're susceptible to the counter. And that's... That's France's bread and butter. They want to get guys like Mbappe out on the wings, and that really, really has hurt Portugal this uh, this tournament, especially against Germany. So I really like France. Team total over one and a half. The price tag's plus 135. It opened at plus 150. Um, I think that you will see a hungry France team in terms of converting. You know, it, there's no lying. There's no denying the fact that they've had the opportunities I think that it's time now for Mbappe to stop being so selfish. Someone told me, and I thought it was hilarious, that if Benzema wasn't starting in the striker position, Mbappe wouldn't be putting those crosses into the net. I really, really think that he gets those. He starts shooting more and stops being so selfish. You know, I do love your insight on this game, but it's your dog that has caught my eye. <laughs> One thing about working from home is what that 
Pets could make a cameo appearance, and I'm here for it. I have a dog, <laughs> love dogs, and your dogs seem to be very interested in that game. But a game that I am more intrigued in is this Italy and Austria game. And I have to get your insight before we let you go take your dog outside because he's ready to go. Um, Italy is on a 30-game unbeaten streak after their 1-0 win over Wales. This is now the round of 16. Of course, Italy is favored, so you can get them to win a uh, minus 112 by a goal plus. What do you think? So I have been bullish on this team. I have been back and forth. I think I've had every emotion about Italy possible, but it's time that I stop denying it. Italy are way better than any team they're going to play for the foreseeable future. Their expected goal uh, mark is second highest out of all teams in qualifying over four goals. And outside of that, what Macedonia game and in that terrible last game that, that, um, that Austria played and they, they really haven't produced offensively. I thought my biggest argument for Italy was their back line with aging stars like uh, Chiellini and Bonucci. But one thing that helps a back line that's aging is always have the ball, always attack. And that's what they do. Like, I mean, their attacking pieces are so interchangeable, whether you have Locatelli out there, uh, Bernardi out there, Botelli, like, Every single piece, I even forgot Insigne. Like, we can literally go down the list and think about these attacking stars who are great at scoring goal. They're great at possession. And so it's going to minimize the risk for their defense. So I really like minus one here because in no way, shape, or form do I think Austria is going to get on get on the board. But this Italy team has been different than they have been in other qualifying matches where they're attacking a lot. And one thing I might say, which helps our future, the last time Italy won all three games in the group stage. They made it to the final, but they lost to France. So we have money on France. If you want to go ahead and get some insurance money on Italy, I think they're sitting at five to one. Yeah, they were nine to one last week, now five to one. This is an Italy team that have not conceded a goal in international play now in 10 games. To your point, they are able to keep possession wonderfully. I look forward to seeing that one on Saturday. Brad, Thank you so much. You can follow Brad on Twitter at Mr. Brad Thomas, and you could track all of his analysis and plays there. And you could also probably find pictures of his dog. And let me tell you, very, very cute doggy. Brad, thank you. Thank you guys so much. I am excited for that game on Saturday, but as far as today goes... I'm looking to get some money and I need to bounce back here because yesterday I took an L like you can't believe. And I'm the first one to call myself out, Drew. But now we reset. It's a good Tuesday. Where are you going? I'm going to pick on an under in the NBA tonight, which is under 224 points with the Clippers and the Suns. The first matchup between these teams, we saw a Clippers team come in, play a little bit loose. They were a little bit uh, less sharp defensively than what we saw against the, the Utah matchup. So I think they can make a couple of quick tweaks. I think you can put a bigger body on Devin Booker. I think you can make this a, a more of a rock fight than it was a free-flowing offensive contest that we saw in game one. Uh, my fair price for this one is 221. So I have played under 224 in this game. And realistically, like we, we've, we've kind of mentioned it. I, I played the Clippers at plus six yesterday. I wouldn't play them at plus five. I think this closes at plus four and a half. Um, and ultimately, I think this is a one possession game in the end. And the Suns win a squeaker. Uh, we'll say like 105 to 103 or something around that. 
if you somehow guess the score correctly, take tomorrow off. Just don't show up. If that's the score. <laughs> Seriously, I got the show alone. Don't worry. Okay, we're going under. Love that. As it stands right now, 61% of the handle coming in on the over at points bet at 224. The under, excuse me. For me, I'm going with an over because you know what? Your girl took an under yesterday in baseball and what a mistake that was. I'm going back. I looked long and hard for a total that stood out. And ultimately, I found this. Red Sox in Tampa playing the Rays over eight. You want to know why I like this game so much? We got to see this guy, Wander Franco, uh, Wander Franco take the field. He's been uh, a highly prospect for, for so long. He's a 20-year-old shortstop, and he's going to be in the lineup tonight. And everyone wants to see this guy make his Major League Baseball debut. He's a phenom. We've heard about him for uh, quite some time. And now I look at who's pitching for the Red Sox, and it's Eduardo Rodriguez. You've probably heard me talk a lot about him on this show, but he's allowed four or more runs in seven of his last nine starts. As it stands right now, opponents are hitting 300 against him. He hasn't even gotten a recorded quality start since April 25th. There's an opener on the other side. Then Yarbrough is going to come in, and he actually had his worst outing of the season for the Rays against the Red Sox this season in April. He allowed six earned runs, nine hits, five innings. He's been better as of lately, and I know the Red Sox lineup has cooled up, but they're still scoring more than five runs per game on average, third in batting average, fourth in OPS. So I think we're going to see some runs. I am going over eight runs for tonight's game. I dig it. I dig it. One of my uh, sharper uh, friends was heavy on uh, Rays and Rays run line. So let's get like 10 runs by the Rays tonight. That's what I'm saying. You know what? I don't even want to. I don't care who wins. I just want to total. We're going to see Wanda Franco, and that's all that matters for me. We've heard a lot about him. We're going over, and we're also rooting for your good friend, the Rays run line. Drew, great show. Enjoy the rest of your day. For everyone watching us live, thank you so much. We will be back here tomorrow on our brand new NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. If you're listening and not watching, first of all, join us on our YouTube channel live every day, 11 a.m. Eastern. But if not, subscribe rate the podcast. Also be sure to go to NBCSportsEdge.com. So much information and incredible tools to help you throughout the day. Uh, just be better at making your wagers and get the most information available on our site. Don't forget, subscribe, rate the pod, and we will see you back here tomorrow. Good luck with your wagers. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.